So I just finished the movie Get Out from Jordan Peele. If you like uh, thrillers, kind of little over-the-top kind of suspenseful movies, Stepford Wives-ish, you'd probably dig that. Uh, (laughs) I've been watching some of the, uh, the feedback from like Reddit and other places. I never got a chance to actually watch the interviews and I wanted to see those interviews. But he's uh i liked his open take on um the fan theories and then you know he actually talks about like reaching out on the on the racism side of things it's kind of it's it it was interesting if you've been following anything that i've been talking about you know that i'm i'm really interested in movies (laughs) and i'll probably be doing a a separate whole separate show that is covering just uh movies and uh that'll be covered with uh, actual guests and everything so it'll be uh something fun uh kind of in the works once i can work a steady schedule out of people that have time to not only sit and watch movies but come up with their own fan theories and synopses and all that other stuff that uh you would have to talk about for you know good 45 minutes to an hour for a, a good movie rewatch podcast so but it should be fun so if you're watching the social media you saw that i kind of did a uh just a quick video about the <clears throat> excuse me occam's razor i i heard about it actually on an old episode with eric martinez we were talking about stoicism and reason and uh he had brought up Occam's razor and then i heard it from uh breaking points they were talking about it so i mean i the the, the simplicity of it, it was something that you're like okay well you know the, the the most simple answer is the best answer or the law of personomy so um what that is in science is it actually means that the most basic answer is probably the correct answer. So when you're going through the scientific method, discerning evidence, trying to back up certain things, like, you know, you're going to look at what the general connections are, not just this random connection that makes your theory true. So you want to, and that's one of the biggest things I think with most people on the internet is they're not trying to disprove their thoughts or their beliefs or their structures. They're actually trying to create and solidify this foundation, this bubble, this cornerstone to, to, to disprove the world because they're the ones that are correct. Right. Which I don't know, to me, that's kind of dangerous. Uh, to me, it builds dogmatic beliefs. It builds off barrier walls. It shuts out all new information. It shuts out all new ideas. It builds stagnation and complacency. It builds I mean, if you could live in your own personal bubble and never have to leave, that's pretty comfortable, right? And I, and I completely understand that. But that's not if if you if you're noticing how society is kind of I wouldn't necessarily say devolving, but you 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 see the rise in despair, you see the rise in in people's anger towards others and which i don't have a problem with anger necessarily i think it's a useful tool if it's directed towards the right people now i'm not saying to go out and 
commit violence, but direct your anger towards your 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 politicians, your your Congress people, your state representatives, your mayors. Like, you know, get involved. Get involved. It's not, and it's not going to make sense to you until you actually participate. Because if you're not participating, then you're just you're you know you're viewing from the sidelines, and all you see is the ramifications of the decisions, not the decisions themselves. You know, so and at that at that point, you know, you're you're trying to chase people down and trying to connect the dots again. So it it makes more sense if you have an opinion towards, you know, your political system anywhere. I mean, you, it's not this is not something new to just the U.S. If you're looking, it, this is all across the world, and the Gilded Age is where we're 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 living in another Gilded Age in our history. And if you don't know what that is, maybe I'll do a quick episode on that too. But I, I thought um, the Occam's Razor was interesting because it's based on William of Occam, who's actually a friar. Um, he was a theologian in the Roman Empire, I want to say 1285. Let me check my notes. It was, uh, yeah, he was born in 1285, died in 1347. Uh, he is considered to be one of the most major figures of medieval thought and was at the center of the major intellectual and political controversies. So he's an interesting character as is, and I didn't know that much about him, so I'm kind of doing my own little thing with it, and I'll probably see if I can find somebody that wants to come on and discuss him. But I thought what I when I first was looking up Occam's Razor, one of the things that stood out to me is he was a friar that developed this method or mode of thinking to try to discern the differences between miracles of God and nature. So I thought it was an interesting take um, from a theologian to, to, to sidestep and be like, well, you know, that's, that's not from God. That's just how things are. Those, those are the rules God put there, but that's not a direct miracle from God. So I thought that was, he was kind of like the, <laughs> the fact checker back in that, in that time, which is again, like I said, anything that's ever happened has happened before. Um, but, uh, and he also was, uh, he talked about predestination. If you don't know what that is, another interesting concept. Uh, if you'd listen to check out Shen mind, if you have time, uh, Daniel Knight's the host over there. He's got some interesting Interesting uh, discussions on philosophy and theology. They're really cool. Uh, it's good good to stretch the old brain muscle. But uh, one of the things that Occam did that I just, because of that, I I think that, you know, creating the law of personomy and then them, they never, nobody used Occam's razor until he passed away. It became kind of a normal usage because the simplicity you know is it's one of those things where you just you make your assumptions your hypothesis based on the fewest assumptions so if you see a conspiracy theory or you see anything really online that sounds a little bit of a stretch and then you've got a more simpler action for example like when i started when when all this covid crap started the one of the the steady responses from the powers that be was that the virus started from the pangolin. So whenever I saw somebody said it was a virus that escaped from a lab, 
I kind of pushed it to the side and I think I did argue it a couple of times, like just where the, where the pangolin information came from, where, and also by the way, a lot of my, my, uh, beliefs in a lot of the systems that we haven't have have dwindled quite a bit over <laughs> over the course of this pandemic not that they were that strong to begin with i was starting to gain a little bit of faith in our institutions but uh yeah that kind of tanked over the the length of the pandemic but as time went on as more information went on and then you kind of see that there were people that kind of put their fingers in the direction that this information came out and why they did it, and you find out that there was reasons behind it, you know, you start to kind of go back to the, 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 the other theory, which was that it was created in a lab, and it did escape in some way, shape, or form. Now, the argument now is we know that, that well, I wouldn't say no, but that there's a stronger opinion that it probably came from a lab. Now, now we have to, you get people arguing intent. Was this an attack? Was it an escape. So if you look back, they've, <laughs> it's not the first time that that particular lab in Wuhan actually had a virus get out. Um, if you know, China has a steady problem with people getting sick. It's a very strong possibility that, you know, maybe, uh, you know, that this is not the first time that's happened. They don't have the same stringent safety protocols. They don't have the same you know, I hate to say bureaucracies because that makes it sound like our bureaucracies are good. But, you know, all that stuff that's not there, you know, there's a reason why a lot of our stuff's put there is because of dumb mistakes like that. Now, so which one's the uh, the simpler solution, you know, at that point? But that's why it's good not to completely write off something. It was a lesson in my own humility that it's a possibility. And and I've I found myself using that again quite a bit when somebody says something, you know, it's possible. Until I know without believable unbelievable benefit of the doubt, know that this is a factual piece of evidence, it's a possibility. And I'm willing to sit down and talk about it because I don't think that people should shun somebody for having an idea. It's like you should be able to have these conversations. You should be able to tell people that maybe this is something we should look at. We don't need to follow through with it and go bring out the torches and start committing acts of violence. That's not necessary. But you can have the ideas. You can talk about it. And hopefully, if you're getting involved in your political system, you know you can actually express some of these thoughts and ideas to those that are making decisions that tend to make some other people's lives very difficult at times if we're not paying attention. Just some random thoughts for you guys today. Um, I was just uh, looking at uh, the comparative analysis for human nature at certain times. It's kind of strange how we want to make this weird. We have to have this dichotomy of existence. And I think I often see people say that it's, you know, it's technology. Technology is a problem, but technology is a tool. It's no different than marketing. You know, I used to blame marketing for misdirecting people. Marketing is the reason it was evil. But it's not marketing. It's the people using the marketing. So just like it's not marketing, it's not technology. It's the people utilizing the technology. What's the fix? Right? 
Like, do you want people to regulate, moderate, all that kind of stuff? Are we truly the babies that need to be nannied <laughs> in the nanny state that is, uh, appears that it's coming more and more every time. So interesting, interesting chain of events at the very least. So leading into the weekend, I hope you guys have a great week or had a great week or a better week or at least a better day than the day before. And if it was a worse day than the day before, I hope that, uh, at least it starts to turn around for you. I have, uh, keep an eye out. I have a couple of friends that are seriously in dire straits and need a lot of assistance. I'm going to try to, never built a GoFund. So if anybody has done a GoFund before or some kind of crowdsourcing, if you could hit me up. It seems fairly straightforward, but I'm having issues with uh, registering the account. Uh, you can message me on my, uh, any of the social medias. You can even click the message on the Anchor app. Send me a message that way if you want to talk or if you want to just pin up an idea or something that you think that uh, would be interesting to discuss, feel free to let me know. You can find all of our social media links at anchor.fm slash TBD dash podcast, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, you, uh, there's others, (laughs) I'll let you know. All right. Take care, guys. Have a good one. Bye.